closing arguments in the New York civil fraud case against Donald Trump. 11 weeks and 44 days of trial. Donald Trump initially refused to agree to the rules of delivering a closing argument himself, which is peculiar in the first place. The same rules that every lawyer and litigant must abide by who shows up in a courtroom. But Donald Trump didn't care. He ended up giving some bizarre closing statement anyway that I would just say is the definition of unhinged. It was more whining, complaining, loser behavior. And then after it, Donald Trump just stormed out of the courtroom, went to the 40 Wall Street building, which is actually one of the places where it's alleged the fraud went down, and held this unhinged press conference with Alina Haba. It was so strange. We'll break down what took place. And this press conference, it resembled the unhinged town hall that Donald Trump held in Iowa the other night, where he's been too afraid to debate to debate his remaining primary opponents, Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis. And during Donald Trump's town hall, he bragged about getting millions of dollars from China while in office, which is a violation of the emolument clause. Trump also said he would not commit to supporting NATO. Things during normal times would be disqualifying. Also, Chris Christie has suspended his campaign for the Republican nomination. He gave very powerful remarks about knowing Donald Trump more than anybody. For 22 years, he's known Donald Trump. And the threats that he knows because he knows who Donald Trump is more than anyone that's posed by Trump if he ever gets into office again. So this really leaves Trump, DeSantis, and Nikki Haley as the serious contenders for the GOP nomination. Yeah, there's Vivek, but not really. Um, and Nikki Haley is surging and picking up those Chris Christie voters will have a major impact on the dynamic. What have we been saying here now for months on the Midas Touch Network? This narrative that Trump's just going to go into Iowa and New Hampshire and crush everyone, that's like red wave media narrative. We've been saying for months, I think Haley's going to win in New Hampshire. I still do. And I think Trump will win in Iowa, but I just don't think it's going to be as strong as he and the media has claimed it's going to be. Also, this MAGA Republican PR stunt that took place this week to try to hold Hunter Biden. They're obsessed with Hunter Biden in contempt because Hunter Biden wanted to testify publicly under oath in the committee hearing with no limitations and simply not in a secret deposition. Oh boy, did this backfire magnificently on the MAGA Republicans as Hunter Biden showed up and said, look, I'm not scared. You're scared to take my deposition in front of the world. I'm here. I'm ready to go. And also who were ready to go? The Democrats led by Jasmine Crockett, Jared Moskowitz, Jamie Raskin, and others went on the offense and exposed the hypocrisy and cowardice of the MAGA Republicans. And for those saying, we want Democrats to be better messengers, we want Democrats to be strong. Well, this new class of Democrats 
is that, and it is good to see. Also good to see good economic news, inflation down, gas prices down, Americans feeling renewed confidence in the economy, Obamacare signups are up. There's real momentum here. So naturally, Donald Trump has said publicly that he doesn't like that. He said publicly that he's hoping for an economic crash in the next 12 months. Could you believe that? I I can because he says things like that. And so the MAGA Republicans, once again, hearing those words, are playing games and threatening to shut down the government, even though there was already a bipartisan deal that was struck between Chuck Schumer in the Senate and Mike Johnson in the House of Representatives. They're trying to listen to Donald Trump and trying to attack us from within. But first, I just want to start with the breaking news as we went live that President Biden is uniting world leaders as we speak and striking the Houthis in Yemen following a series of Red Sea attacks by the Houthis there. Uh, A statement has just been issued by President Biden saying, today at my direction, U.S. military forces together with the United Kingdom and with the support of Australia, Bahrain, Canada, and the Netherlands successfully conducted strikes against a number of targets in Yemen used by Houthi rebels to endanger freedom of navigation in one of the world's most vital waterways. And uh, this follows the U.S. and U.K. being targeted um, by the Houthis, and the Houthis have been targeting a lot of ships in the Red Seas in the past two months. We'll keep you updated as we learn more there. We're joined once again by Brett Mycellus and, of course, Jordy. Jordy, I pre- you've just done such an incredible job, Jordy, though, I think holding it down as well. Well, Brett's been gone, and Brett, we're all glad to have you back. Everybody missed you, Brett. It's good to be back, and I, I see all the love in the chat. I'm very grateful for it. I want to thank you guys both for holding it down. I want to thank the entire Midas Touch team for holding it down. I just want to get this this straight. I'm gone for a week. Ben's on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Marjorie Taylor Greene's whipping out pictures of Hunter <laughs> Biden's dick. Trump's back in court again. You know, it's like the more things change, the more things stay the same. But I am thrilled to be back here. Unfortunately, I had a, a family emergency that I had to attend to. Uh, it's been a rough. Uh, it's been a rough week or so uh, for me and my family uh, over here. But I'm um, happy to be back with the Midas Mighty, and I'm very thankful for all the support that you've given me. And brothers, thank you so much for uh, letting me attend to that and uh, for just holding things down. I mean, I I, I I was so heartwarming when I was able to check in with the podcast and see the comments um, and and. See see everybody with the hashtag free Brett and the emojis and stuff. It, it really made me laugh and really made me smile during a tough time. So thank you, everybody. And then B, on top of that, man, I mean, today when Ben was doing the introduction, I know you mentioned it for the audio listeners. We have our live chat here. I mean, the bread emojis were going crazy during the intro. <laughs> ben, I think there was going to be a full-on revolt in this episode if we didn't get Brett back. So, Brett, I'm glad you're back. I know the Midas <laughs> Mighty are. And we should we should just really get into it, fellas. What do you so think? There were closing arguments uh, today in the New York Attorney General civil fraud case. And before today, there's always games with MAGA Republicans. Mm. Like, there's always a game or a shtick or some way to try to deceive. 
And so there's Donald Trump right there. So Donald Trump's lawyer, Christopher Keis, informed the court. And the way the New York court system works, there's a lot of emails going back and forth between the judges and the lawyers and the parties. And so the judge said, okay, can everybody just let me know who's going to be giving the closing arguments? We just need to prepare. Let's go over the logistics. And then Christopher Keis, Donald Trump's lawyer, said, oh, yeah, and Donald Trump's going to give part of the closing argument, which isn't allowed by the rules. Where a party is represented by counsel, the law, the CPLR, the New York Rules of Procedure, like in all states, say, no, your lawyers have to give it. If you want to fire your lawyers and you're just representing yourself pro per, then you can give the closing argument if you just represent yourself. But otherwise, it seems like it makes sense, right, that your lawyers would give the statement unless the judge allows it. So, the New York Attorney General's office objected to it because they don't want a circus. But Judge Ngoron's like, I'll allow it. I just need Donald Trump to agree that he's going to follow the same rules that the lawyers follow and that everybody has to follow. It's very simple. He's just bound by the same rules. Good? You good with that? And Christopher Keis responds, Trump's lawyer responds, that is very unfair. No, we will not agree to that. We will not agree to the rules that everybody else has to follow. So Judge Ngoron basically said, okay, I'm not going to debate this with you. Take it or leave it. He follows the rules that everybody follows, or he doesn't give a closing argument. There was no response. And then Judge Ngoron said, okay, not having heard from you, by the third extended deadline, noon today, I assume that Mr. Trump will not agree to the reasonable, lawful limits I have imposed as a precondition to giving closing statements above and beyond those given by his attorneys, and that, therefore, he will not be speaking in court tomorrow. So, naturally, Donald Trump goes out and starts to whine. They're depriving me. I want to give closing statements. Wah, pity me. Feel bad for me. And it's so important that we frame this. I call him the Pied Piper of lying and whining, that he just goes around the country not spreading hope, but spreading hate and just whining all across the country. Oh, they're going after me. It's this judge. It's that person. It's E. Jean Carroll. It's, it's deranged Jack Smith. It's, it's New York Attorney General Letitia James. It's Judge Ngoron. It's Judge Chutkin. It's, it's just going around whining. It's like loser behavior. By the way, that's why I like that President Biden and others are now just saying, this is a loser. This is what weak losers do. And repeating it, loser. Loser, because who goes around and whines like this? But closing arguments ended up taking place. And naturally, at the end of it, Chris Keist, Donald Trump's lawyer, said, Donald Trump would like to speak. So Judge Ngoron looks at Donald Trump and says, Okay, will you follow the? And before he could even say rules, Donald Trump just starts speaking. And he starts doing everything he's not supposed to do. He attacks the judge. He attacks New York Attorney General Letitia James. He whines. He complains. My, my balance sheet's perfect. It's all perfect. Everybody knows it's perfect. This is an unfair statute. This is so unfair the way I'm being treated. So he does that because he can only really do that shtick for like three to five minutes because that's what he's used to with his accordion hands that he does. And then he <laughs> storms out of the courtroom, leaves runs away to 40 Wall Street, which is one of the sites that it's alleged where the fraud was actually Seen taking the crime. Place. And then he gives this 
bizarre press conference with Alina Haba, who's there, and she's like calling Donald Trump's like adult grown men like the kids. They're going after the little kids. She, she, she actually says that, and she goes on these really weird rants. But the reporters, to their credit, were asking Donald Trump questions like, hey, by the way, your lawyer earlier this week before the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals claimed that your view of absolute presidential immunity means that you believe you could have ordered the Navy SEALs to kill your political opponent and you would receive absolute immunity for that. Hey, do you agree with that, Mr. Trump? The reporters asked him during this press conference after he whined, left the courthouse after that closing statement, went to 40 Wall Street and watch how Donald Trump responds to this question. Play this clip. Do you agree with your lawyers what they said on Tuesday that you should not be prosecuted or could not be prosecuted if you ordered SEAL Team 6 to kill a political opponent? Well, you're talking about a totally different case, the immunity. I say this, on immunity, very simple, if a president of the United States does not have immunity, he'll be totally ineffective because he won't be able to do anything because it will mean he'll be prosecuted, strongly prosecuted perhaps, uh, as soon as he leaves office by his by the opposing party. You should be prosecuted if you order Navy SEAL Team 6 to kill your political rival. And by the way, those are the types of questions. Oh, that was a good question, the way it was framed. And those are the types of I bet you you can ask Donald Trump some of the most outlandish things, and he would give you an answer like that. Like, seriously, if you asked him, would you consider an alliance with Vladimir Putin together? to attack Ukraine. Like if you asked him a question like that, I have a great degree of confidence that he wouldn't say, no, I wouldn't do that. I think that he would give you some word salad that would basically imply the answer is yes. Hey, would you consider supplying nuclear weapons to North Korea? I have a strong feeling that his response would be, well, everybody says that Kim Jong-un is very strong, like Viktor Orban, they're very strong. Do you know about President Xi? He's a tough, he's like a, he's like a Hollywood actor. He wouldn't say no. I just think some of the questions should actually be, take the most outlandish scenario, ask him the question, and I bet you he will prove right then and there, just like that kind of question, that he will completely and utterly sell America out each and every time, although that should obviously be clear. Brett, Jordy, from your non-legal perspective, this this is pretty wild. Uh, it's pretty wild. I mean, it's to be expected. But, you know, it's funny. There are multiple other uh, living former presidents uh, out there. None of them have seemed to have this same issue that Donald Trump has had. None of them seem to. What did Donald Trump say the other day? The message I caught. Oh, they're doing this. No president could ever live out his golden years, his golden years, everybody. If they allow if they don't allow immunity, if they don't allow presidents to assassinate their political opponents, how are they supposed to live out their golden years? Well, Perhaps do not commit crimes. And that's the good thing about getting Donald Trump on the record. Side note, do you think Donald Trump is just like, get me some American flags? And they're like, how many American flags? And he's like, all the American flags. I need every American flag we have and throw them behind me. And it's such a disgrace. And this, we talk about this a lot. The right. way MAGA, the way the right weaponizes this iconography of yep. the United States, weaponizes 
actual patriotism and turns it into this twisted kind of faux patriotism, weaponizes it in order to justify their illegal actions and their fundamentally anti-American actions. And that's what we see with Donald Trump on a daily, if not hourly basis here. And that's why, Brett, to that end, exactly. That's why I put the flag behind me when we do the show, because the, the flag's been weaponized by the most anti-American movement in, in American history. And so I think, you know, for, for a long time, you know, you're on Twitter, you're on the social media apps, you see someone with a flag in their profile. The first thing you, you would think of, and it's said, is, oh, this person's probably a MAGA, where it shouldn't, it shouldn't be weaponized in that way. It, sh- it, should never be, it should never be that. And then, Ben, can we comment really quickly on how Trump sort of weaponized the rescinding offer, quote unquote, the judge rescinded the offer to the media, but what actually happened? I, I want to comment on, on that, what we were talking about earlier, is the headline that Trump put out has been the playbook that he's been running from jump, that he runs in every court, that he does one thing in the court, but then to the media says another. And this was the headline that the media has been waiting for. That was, that was their red meat. Let me take Trump. Trump's word and say, the judge rescinds my ability to speak and at the closing arguments or whatnot, without actually looking into the facts, Ben, as you so beautifully laid out. No, what actually happened there was the judge had, had contacted Trump's lawyer time after time saying, hey, if you don't agree to these terms, we can't move forward. I can't accept this. So this is your last chance here. This is my third email to you. Are we moving forward? And so that's what actually happened because he didn't get a response on that. Trump realizes how easy it is to play the media Mm -hmm. because they're racing for that first headline to be first. So they're going to take the information from Donald Trump's spin, which is always a lie, and that becomes the first headline before there is sufficient data. And in all of these cases, the E. Jean Carroll case, for example – Donald Trump blows all of the deadlines, doesn't disclose the expert on time, doesn't file what's called a motion in limine to exclude the expert of E. Jean Carroll or challenge the expert of E. Jean Carroll. Donald Trump did not provide his DNA sample on time, but then he goes back and says, I wanted to test that dress. No, you didn't. You actually opposed it. You did not submit your expert declaration on time. You did not even assert absolute presidential immunity in this new E. Jean Carroll case, the defamation trial that's scheduled in the next five days for three years. So you waived it. And the Second Circuit said you waived the right. And then what does he do? They're all weaponized against me. That's why I say I don't use his language like that. I go, this is just a baby. It gives a bad name to babies. He's just a whiny loser who's pathetic who's incompetent. And then he just starts whining, oh, the judge is doing this. This is happening to me. Oh my God, I'm so sad about what's happening. (laughs) And then by the way, during this weird press conference at 40 Wall Street, he's spending his time tormenting a woman who he has already been adjudicated to have raped by a federal jury and by a federal judge in New York, E. Jean Carroll. He's already been found liable for rape and defamation in May. There's a new trial on, on a separate cause of action for defamation that happened at an earlier time while Trump was in office. But Trump's already been found liable. And Trump spends his time today, as we're five or six days out from that new trial, attacking E. Jean Carroll and saying horrible things about her. This will be introduced 
at the trial for punitive damages. Then he's going to whine, oh, they awarded hundreds of millions of dollars in punitive damages to me. Yes, because you engage in conduct like this. And that's what I said at the beginning. This behavior would be subject to like restraining orders. I said this during political beatdown. Like if this behavior took place in any corporation, nonprofit, social club, fantasy football, you'd fire the person, you'd get rid of them, you'd have restraining orders against them. But in the MAGA Republican Party, they become the leader. The incentive structure is to promote people who torment the victims they've been adjudicated in federal court to have raped. That's the status of the MAGA Republican Party. It's sickening, but that's who they are. Play this clip of Donald Trump ranting and defaming E. Jean Carroll. Play it. Yeah, well, that's another one that's uh, sponsored by Reed Hoffman and some Democrat operatives. I never saw this woman in my life other than they have a picture with her and her husband, uh, John Johnson, a nice guy who was a newscaster many years ago. I remember him, and she said horrible things about him. Uh, since. I mean, horrible, horrible things, called them bad names. Uh, I have no idea who this woman is. I have absolutely no idea. The whole thing is ridiculous that this is even a case. This should never have happened. But again, this is sponsored by the Democrats. That's another case, all sponsored by it's a demeaning kind of a thing. And that's what they want to do. It's called election interference. And yeah, I'm going to go to it and I'm going to explain. I don't know who the hell she is. I have no idea. They called me up years ago and they said, do you know about this woman 25 or 30 years ago? She doesn't even know the date, the time, the month, the season. She has no idea. And if you read it, if you watch, take a look at the Anderson Cooper interview of her. And if you take a look at that, Trump is so innocent. But we have been given a very unfair trial there, too. I don't get very fair trials in New York about themselves like that, dude. Trump, Ben is so innocent. Ben is, Trump is so innocent. I mean, who even speaks like that? And he's already been found liable. So guess what? You don't get to say those things because you've already lost a trial that when you had the opportunity to testify, you fled Again, like the loser that you are, like the coward that you are, you fled to Scotland and held up a shovel and pretended you were building something yourself and you lost. So now what's going to happen? The judge is going to say, as the judge already has, you can't say that. And what's he going to say? I'm being gagged. They're preventing me from saying what I wanted to say. I want to testify, but this Democrat judge is not letting me know. The judge lets you. The last time, even when you waived your right to testify, the judge said, I'll wait until he comes back. Just let's wait until Monday and he can testify. And then Donald Trump's lawyer, Joe Takapina, basically said, don't listen to what he's saying. He's not showing up. I promise you he's not going to testify. And then Donald Trump true to that word, did not show up and did not testify. That's what took place. And, and by the way, I'm about to show you some clips of what Alina Haba was saying during this press conference. And it's super weird because Donald Trump's there like leaning back and the whole scene is bizarre. But here's what Alina Haba said today during her closing argument. This was her closing argument to defend her client, Donald Trump. Quote, we are just human beings. And Donald Trump did his best, referring to why all there's all these errors, which is actually fraud. She goes, this is just human errors in the document. She goes, this is what humans do. This is human errors. 
And then she says the following. She goes, explain to me, if you're trying to commit a fraud, why you would put it in writing to a real estate agent? Why would you put it in writing? You, there's a, you either say it or you put it in That's the way fraud works. It has to occur. Compelling, it doesn't compelling argument. It has to take place through some fora. <laughs> That's what she argued. And then she said, does it even make sense? Why? Why would Donald Trump and the Trump organization hire a heavyweight accounting firm like Mazers if he was going to commit a fraud? Tell me that. They hire one of the largest accounting firms in the entire state of New York. Yeah. So did Enron. So did Bernie Madoff. So did fraudsters. That's why the accounting firms have disclaimers that say they rely on the information provided by the client and they are not held responsible. You know that worthless clause you were talking about? That was their disclaimer, not yours. That's what it said, that Trump was responsible for it. So those were the arguments right there that, oh, we're human beings. He did his best. I said that before. We're human beings. He did his best. I mean, how bizarre can you be? So then that's what takes place in the courtroom. Here's what takes place outside the courtroom. Here she's ranting about how Donald Trump is not a fraudster. Here, play this clip. These are special properties. Real estate is an art, not a science. But you know what else is an art? You know what else isn't a science? Political motivated individuals. She's using this to paint a canvas that Donald Trump is a fraudster because they can't beat him in the polls. They can't beat him in the polls, so she ran on Trump because that was the only way she could win. And now today, after 11 weeks, after three years, we have concluded that he indeed committed no wrong. The Trump Organization committed no wrong and the kids have been dragged in just like the other defendants and it is wrong. America needs to step up and there's only one person who can do that. My client, Donald Trump. President Trump. My job. I mean, this is like an SNL skit and she's so dangerous because she thinks that she is good. That like, like, at least when it, at least when it comes to Christina Bob, I think Christina Bob like has an understanding that she's awful. And that's why, that's why there, I have have some sympathy for Christina, but some, not a lot. Let's be clear. Abba is younger than the quote unquote kids. Like, I just want to put that out there. She's younger than both Don Jr. and Eric Trump. And that was, that was a bizarre clip. If you're watching, if you're watching on YouTube just now, did you guys know Alina Abba didn't move her other arm? Like it just stood in one place. And you have Donald Trump. Weird speech. I, I like to the line like, and we have determined the Trump organization. We have determined no fraud. Oh, okay. Shocking, uh, sh- shocking result of your investigation of yourself, Alina Habba. Wow. Yeah, that really clears it up. You investigated yourself. No fraud. Okay. All good. Whatever you and Donald Trump say is what goes. It just reminds me of like the student who shows up to high school who did not read any of the material, who has to give the report. So they just like say things. And and it's just the whole thing was a non sequitur, which she just even said. Real estate is an art and not a science. And do you know what else is an art and a science? 
New York Attorney General Letitia James <laughs> in the political. That's an art and a science. Just a of consciousness. It was fascist Michael Scott from The Office. That's what that was. Fascist Michael Scott. Where's the art and the science? You would think that there's some – usually when you do that, then the next thing is about an art versus a science. No, for her <laughs> – and then at the very end, she has to like correct herself quickly because she goes on this entire rant, right? And then she goes, and now there's only one person who could say it better than me. Donald Trump. I mean, President Trump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then there's this one line too. And then I want to talk about the town hall where Donald Trump keeps on using this line that New York Attorney General Letitia James kicked out Exxon from the stadium. Exxon left in 1989. But this is what Donald Trump keeps on repeating. And his MAGA base, I think they just like love being fed these ridiculous lies. But you could just Google when Exxon left Manhattan, 1989. But here Donald Trump just repeats this over and over again. Play this clip. You could, you could, I, I don't know if I have this one, by the way. Um, but yeah, he continues to do the Exxon thing. And he does the very, Exxon thing. All right, let's very, go to that. Very, 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 very impressive for a young Letitia James who was never attorney general little, at the time. A, a little, a little rusty, Brett, coming back. A little rusty with it. Let's take off the cobwebs. He's right into it. Little, little, little cobwebs. All right. Look, we're go, going to the Trump town hall um, that happened the previous day. I mean, Donald Trump wanted to counter program the debate that he was too scared to attend between Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis. I mean, just that in and of itself is just like very bizarre that he's refused to even do like one debate at all. But I want to show you right here what Donald – and then Fox provides a very willing propaganda arm. Sure. You want to counter-program the other Republican candidates? Absolutely. Come on on. We'll, we'll give you the biggest softball questions. And so this was some of like – the easiest questions to possibly answer. Like, imagine what's going to happen at a real debate. I, I don't think Trump does a debate. I, re I can't imagine that he takes this to a national audience and debates President Biden where he's going to answer questions like that. I, I, I think that there's a real chance Trump does a debate. But Let's play this clip here with Trump just admitting to emolument clause violation, just like just going up there and talking about treason and, and engaging in treason, like just just basic stuff here. Play this clip. And if I have a hotel and somebody comes in from China, that's a small amount of money. And it sounds like a lot of money. That's a small. But I was doing services for that. People were staying in these massive hotels, these beautiful hotels, because I have the best hotels. I have the best clubs. I have the best clubs. I have, the, I have great stuff. And they stay there and they pay. I don't get $8 million for doing nothing. Don't get $8 million from doing nothing. And he said that I have the best clubs. My clubs are sniffle. My, my clubs are great. Sniffle. They're the best. Quite the best. I mean, I mean, you just look at I that. Have the best stuff. I have the best stuff. So the, the easiest way to get Donald Trump to admit to crimes is to give him a crime that doesn't make it seem like it's big enough. So $8 million, he was like, that's not even a lot of money. <laughs> you know, and then he goes into bragging about the crime. It's like it's it's that easy to bait him. But that admission, honestly, that's like a, a pretty devastating admission for him. And it's just like that that would be a major story in and of itself. Right. And Donald Trump, just like he always does, comes out with it. And then it gets kind of relatively tucked under the rug and kind of ignored at the end of the day. Right. James Comer has made his entire case that when President Biden was not the president, he loaned Hunter Biden four thousand dollars 
for a truck that Hunter Biden returned the loan before President Biden was the president. The MAGA Republicans have made that front page news on New York Post and Fox and other mainstream media or large media companies, whatever you want to call them, have went with that. Donald Trump just goes up there during this town hall and admits to violating the United States Constitution, brags about $8 million from foreign countries like China, and which he talks about all the time and says that he provided services to them and that that's why he got the money and that $8 million though isn't a lot of money, meaning that there's probably a lot more money that he's received doing this. And then at the same time, here Donald Trump talks about that he's not committing to NATO, especially right now as you have President Biden like uniting the world right now against the Houthis and against terrorist organizations, you have Donald Trump saying, yeah, I don't even think I'm going to support NATO. Like, How fundamental can you possibly be to say that you can't answer the question if you won't commit to NATO? Here, play this clip. What a second Trump term would mean. Would you be committed to NATO, for example, in a second Trump term? Depends if they treat us properly. Look, NATO has taken advantage of our country. The European countries took advantage of, uh, I want to use the word starting with an S, but I don't want to do it because I see some young, very good looking children in the audience, and I assume they're watching our television. But they took advantage of us on trade, and then they took advantage of us on our military protection. Of the 28 countries at the time, only eight countries were paid up. We were paying the difference. And I went to them, I said, if you don't pay, we're not going to protect you. And they said, do you mean that? I said, I mean that. And the next day, billions of dollars poured into NATO. The reason they have money right now to prosecute what they're doing with helping Ukraine is because of the money I got them. So, you know, peace through strength. Yeah, fact check, completely false. I mean, (laughs) what he said, that's the reason. And then he makes this like distinction, like NATO is some adversary and the adversaries are his allies. And that NATO's we're part, it's an alliance. That we're one of the leaders and the main leader in the alliance. Literally, every single thing he said during this town hall in and of itself is disqualifying. You go through each and everything, and we'll go through some more clips in a bit, but you're talking about Roe, right? You're talking about uh, women's rights. You're talking about what even like what year it is. You're talking about NATO. You're talking about all these various topics. Donald, Every single one of Donald Trump's answers is utterly disqualifying, and you're absolutely right. When you look at world events right now, you know what we need more than ever in a global climate? climate like this, we need allies and we need to get the backs of our allies. It's one of the most important things. The fact that President Biden could rally the world, could rally 44 countries together to respond to the Houthis and their attacks in the Red Sea. That's why you need strong alliances and that's why you need to live up to your commitments. This is a serious thing. It's not a game. And these Republicans treat everything like it's a game and there are lives on the line here. And if you just ask if President Biden said any of these things, would he be disqualified? The answer is always yes. So the media needs to just, they don't need to favor anybody. They just don't need to help. Like they affirmatively help Donald Trump and try to filter all of these things that we're just showing you what it is that he's saying into something that resembles a position that could at least look somewhat normal. Why are you doing that for him? That's not what he's doing. 
He's saying treasonous, traitorous stuff, admitting to felonies and treason out loud, and you don't even think that's worthy of a story, but you spend your editorial time transforming what he's saying into things that could be packaged as legitimate enough to put as an as an argument. Why, why are you doing that for? Him? Also, what's the sniffing about? What's what, what's the sniffling? Like every other word, he's sniffling. We're just gonna have, say, to call, we're gonna have to call him sniffles at this point. I, I would I would say it's a stink, <laughs> but I would sniffles. think you would I would think you'd be used to the stink by now, walking around and living in it. But <laughs> yet he's just sniffing every other word. It's like I've never I've never heard anything like that in my life. What what's going on? I, 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 I don't want. I don't want to lose. I, sorry, I don't want to lose this line that he said during that whatever that that rant was. He just said, you know, I see some very good looking children in in the audience. Like, this, just I'm weird, sorry, it's just a weird line. line. Imagine if Biden just he said that in the context of any question that he ever answered. Oh. What the what all these weird Twitter accounts would do to that clip and oh, that was weird. Like, what a weird be, thing to say. Q and on Christmas, Jordy. If they did that, Q and on Christmas. I'm sorry, Ben. What were you saying? Sounded important. Oh, by the way, I hope that all of our viewers are going through some of these videos that when we're doing these big deep dives on Donald Trump's connections with Jeffrey Epstein. And I know a lot of this has been reported before, but we've really kind of connected the dots in ways that really haven't before. And I think it is important when you hear Donald Trump brag in 2005 about walking into the dressing room of teenage girls to see them naked. I mean, he's saying that in his words, that there are statements of Donald Trump calling Jeffrey Epstein a terrific guy who likes to be with girls on the younger side. He's a terrific person to be with. Those are Donald Donald Trump's words, knowing that he's on the flight log seven times, knowing Donald Trump's relationship with Ghislaine Maxwell, how she would introduce young girls to him back in 1997. There are articles from uh, magazines and newspapers in London calling her Madam Maxwell, introducing women to Donald Trump and talking about how he installed the women in his apartments. Like This stuff needs to be talked about. And there's a reason why MAGA Republicans keep doing all of this projection because they're trying to hide and cover, cover it up. That's why we talk about it. And I'm glad that Democratic Congress member Jared Moskowitz actually brought it up when Marjorie Taylor Greene tried to again show the Hunter Biden nudes and Jared Moskowitz showed the photo like they're friends. Donald Trump and Epstein were were friends and they, they hung out together a lot. They had a home right around the block from each other and spent a lot of time together. And so I was glad that Moskowitz actually um, called that out. We'll talk more about that. The big Midas Touch news. We now have an official newsletter, folks. Let's go. MidasTouch.com slash newsletter. Link below in the description. M-E-I-D-A-S-T-O-U-C-H dot com slash newsletter. Sign up, subscribe to our newsletter. We deliver breaking news, a lot of updates. It is really great. Our new newsletter, one of our big new initiatives as we head into 2024, MidasTouch.com slash newsletter. And you see the growth of this platform. We have the newsletter. We have writers for this newsletter. We're growing MidasTouch.com. And that's thanks to all of you who have joined us at Patreon.com slash MidasTouch, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash MidasTouch. We don't have outside investors. So the way you see how we're growing is through these emojis in the chat separately, through our pro-democracy sponsors, separately through Patreon.com slash MidasTouch. So help us grow, help us continue uh, to th this expansion. Again, MidasTouch.com slash 
slash newsletter. Make sure you sign up right now. And I want you to hear now from our pro-democracy sponsors. And we'll be right back with a lot more after this quick break. Did you know that your temperature at night can have one of the greatest impacts on your sleep quality? If you wake up too hot or too cold, I highly recommend you check out Miracle Maid's bed sheets. Inspired by NASA, Miracle Made uses silver-infused fabrics and makes temperature-regulating bedding so you can sleep at the perfect temperature all night long. Using silver-infused fabrics inspired by NASA, Miracle Made sheets are thermoregulating and designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long so you get better sleep every night. These sheets are infused with silver that prevent up to 99.7% of bacterial growth, leaving them to stay cleaner and fresh three times longer than other sheets. No more gross odors. Miracle sheets are luxuriously comfortable without the high price tag of other luxury brands and feel as nice, if not nicer, than sheets used by some five-star hotels. Miracle sheets are the perfect gift for your spouse, friends, or family. Who doesn't want better sleep and luxurious feeling bed sheets? And since these come with three free towels, you get two gifts in one, just in time for the holidays. Stop sleeping on bacteria. Bacteria can clog your pores, causing breakouts and acne. Sleep clean with Miracle. Go to trymiracle.com slash Midas to try it today or gift it to someone special this holiday season. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Save over 40%. And if you use our promo Midas, M-E-I-D-A-S, at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product. It's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash Midas and use the code Midas to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40%. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash Midas, T-R-Y-M-I-R-A-C-L-E dot com slash M-E-I-D-A-S to treat yourself a friend or loved one this holiday season. If you're like most people on planet Earth, you enjoy a good cup of coffee. I just found a new product to put in my coffee that has all these awesome benefits called For Wellness. You have to try it out. This podcast is sponsored by For Wellness. For Wellness is a functional food brand with a unique range of snacks and supplements that are designed to help you get the most out of your body and mind. Their best-selling product, The Good Stuff, is a performance coffee supplement that supercharges the natural benefits of your coffee with just one scoop. Enjoy better focus, reduce the caffeine jitters, increase your collagen, and support fat burning with the power of The Good Stuff's five key ingredients ingredients, L-theanine, collagen, MCT, cinnamon, and Himalayan salt. On top of that, the good stuff helps you ditch the bad stuff like sugar, dairy, and artificial creamers. For Wellness was founded by world-renowned performance coach Dave Phillips, who's worked with some of the world's highest performing athletes because he saw his athletes struggling with their health and in need of a simple, delicious way to get functional ingredients into their daily routines. Now Dave is bringing his unique insight from the pro sports world to you with For Wellness. I already talk about coffee enough with my brothers and annoy them by going on and on and on. And guess what? Now I get to do that twice as much by bragging about my For Wellness every day. It not only tastes great, but it makes me feel great as well. For Wellness also offers superfood focus bites. 
a delicious snack that literally tastes like a chocolate brownie, except it's made from nootropics like lion's mane, mushroom, and cacao. It also has amazing benefits like fighting inflammation and supporting brain and gut health. Plus, they offer tart cherry recovery gummies, which help combat muscle soreness, coffee pods, and more amazing products that you could work into your daily routine. And 4Wellness offers a 60-day money-back guarantee, so what do you have to lose? So, if you drink coffee, it's time to give 4Wellness a try. Head to 4Wellness.com slash Midas and use code Midas for 25% off your order. Once again, that's 4Wellness.com backslash M-E-I-D-A-S for 25% off. And make sure to use my promo code Midas so they know I sent you. Welcome Let's back. Let's go. Let's break. Great Coming in hot with an ad read and everything. I got new ad reads. We got some new analysis. New year. We are so back, Midas Mighty. We're so back. We are so back back. right now. New year, (laughs) new Midas Touch, new newsletter. Make sure you check it out. By the way, there have been so many folks. There have been so many signups to that newsletter during the commercial break. It was flying. MidasTouch.com slash newsletter. Let's go back to that. So-called town hall. That's how I should refer to it. I shouldn't refer to it as the so-called town hall. Here, Donald Trump is bragging about overturning Roe, calling it a miracle. Let's play this clip. Because for 54 years, they were trying to get Roe v. Wade terminated, and I did it, and I'm proud to have done it. They wanted to get it back, right? You wouldn't be have that. There would be no question. Nobody else was going to get that done but me. And we did it, and we did something that was a miracle. I mean, we, and she said, we celebrate that and he's bragging about it. And again, he, as, as President Biden posted, just like he said, he did it. He did it. Here, here's the thing, too, as we talk about Donald, there's what President Biden said. Donald Trump's been a loser in everything that he's run. Like you yep. go back to Donald Trump's career, he has bankrupted everything. And what's good is it really looks like he's in overdrive to bankrupt fully the Republican Party. And I mean, they're obviously are bankrupted. They've become full MAGA. I get that. But he's going out of his way right now, it looks like, to just on every single point to try to alienate, I think, and where I hope most of Americans are. And now the key thing is to get the data out to the people. People just need to understand and they're starting to get it right now in 2024 as they're starting to be like, oh, wow, there's an election that's going to be happening very soon. Put it this way. Back in 2020, Midas Touch was not even created until March of 2020. Midas Touch didn't even exist. And it didn't really even exist fully until like May as like, okay, this is something. Like a real thing. And it didn't really even exist as like a media company until right around January 6th of 2021. So just think there's a lot of, there's a lot going on right now. Respect. And I think people are starting to pay attention to, whoa, whoa, he says that, he does that. And that's where, you know, as we had 16,000, 17,000 concurrent people here live, and that these shows are now getting more people watching this than like CNN and MSNBC and Fox. In addition, I feel like a lot of people watch the cable networks to hate watch it. Like they turn it on and they go, <laughs> oh, oh, I hate this. And they and then they turn it, they turn it off. But with the people here, you're coming here with love and passion 
So not only do we have people viewing this, but this community then shares the info, share the data, just get the facts out to the people. That's the thing. I'm not trying to give like unfair advantages. I'm just saying, here's here's what Donald Trump is saying. Like, oh, Donald Trump is rooting for an economic crash. Yeah. Multiple times this week, Donald Trump has said that he wants to see the economy crash in the next 12 months because he thinks that will help him and that he doesn't want to be Herbert Hoover. He says, by the way, you are Herbert yeah, Hoover. You already are Herbert Hoover. <laughs> Millions of jobs while you were in office. But take a look at what Donald Trump says. You said this week in an interview uh, that if there's an economic crash, that you hope it happens now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think. That's what I think. By the way, Brett, do we have the clip of Don Jr. moments before we went live talking about, and again, they live in a made up world where every objective Mm. data says that things are better right now because they actually are. But here's what they're running with. Don Jr., who's campaigning in Iowa, Donald Trump, that every single metric, they say, when Trump was in office, was better. Even with COVID, even during COVID, they say that things were better. Just listen. This is what they're saying to their people. And by the way, if you watch Fox, this is what they tell their people. And it's like, yeah, but what about every objective metric that you could possibly imagine saying the exact opposite? Here, watch Don Jr. Rust, rusty today. That's okay. It's, there's no audio on that clip. That's okay, Brett. Just shake off the cobwebs. We're all good. It's a great episode. It's a great. It's a great episode. episode. Great, it's episode. A great episode. It's a great episode. I'll be back next time. Don't worry. Guys. <laughs> dare, dare I move on to the next topic? Let's, 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 let's move on to the next one. But it's funny. <laughs> but it's funny because you know when, when I was gone, um, you know I was a little more detached from the news cycle a little bit, and I, I saw everything from a little bit more kind of uh, slightly more of an outsider perspective and. I, like I know we all see it and we live in it and everything, but to see how manipulative like a Fox News is and all these networks are, when you see what the actual truth is and just how they bend it in such an evil and insidious way, and how there's this entire orchestrated collaborative group of people on the right in this MAGA world that are just flooding the zone every day with lies, 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 BS, BS, BS. It doesn't matter how big the lie is, how small the lie is. They're just going to flood the zone with fake shit every single second of every single day. It's what we're fighting back against here. I mean, it's why we are here at Midas Touch, but it's one of the most insidious things out there. What I was kind of calling it to myself over the break was fascist fan fiction. It's what it is. They invent their own stories. They invent their own fascist fan fiction, which is not associated at all with reality. And like the Epstein stuff, for example, it's a great example, right? There are real people named in these court documents. Not every, it doesn't mean everybody named in these court documents did something wrong per se, but there are real people named in these court documents. Donald Trump is named in these court documents. He's on the flight logs with Jeffrey Epstein seven times. Those flight logs were released in 2021. Yes, Bill Clinton is in there. Yes, Alan Dershowitz is in there. There are people named in these logs, but what does MAGA do? MAGA literally creates their own Epstein logs. They're fake, mm-hmm. fabricated logs. 
jobs. And who is on this fake Epstein list? It's every liberal and celebrity that MAGA hates, coincidentally, right? They just throw every, I hate Obama. So yes, Obama's on there. Yes, Jimmy Kimmel, Joe Biden, just people who have never had any association with them. Then there are, well, there's well-documented hours of footage I've seen more pictures of Donald Trump and Jeffrey Epstein than I think I've seen with Donald Trump and Barron Trump. There are more <laughs> pictures out there of a guy. With, there, I, I think there are more that exist. I really, I genuinely believe that there are more pictures of Trump and Epstein than Trump with Barron. And they create this narrative of people who have never in their entire life associated with the guy. And they do it about everything. The economy's going well. It's the worst economy. They, they do it about everything. Every single thing, COVID wasn't that bad. They try to rewrite history. January 6th, oh, it was the feds. Oh, it was BLM. Oh, it was Antifa. Doesn't matter what the truth is. We're just going to throw as much shit out there and see what sticks to the wall. And we're going to confuse people and we're going to wear them down. It's all they got. It's all they got. But that's why I actually like, and people might be like, uh, why, why, why do you like this? I actually like now when Donald Trump has one of these fake town halls on Fox. Why? Because as more and more people start to tune in, I think Donald Trump has been lulled a bit into a sense of complacency here. I think Donald Trump has been getting away with saying this stuff to his base over yeah, and over and point. over. And guess what? They love when he says that there. But when he's going to start going in front of national audiences and he's going to say it was a miracle. Not just that Roe was a good decision, but it was a miracle that we got rid of Roe. You know who's going to hate that? Most moderate voters, independent <laughs> voters, the voters who are going to decide the election. That's who it's going to motivate. So right now I'm in the camp of let him talk. And as more and more people begin to tune into these elections, like Ben said, Midas Touch wasn't even a uh, glimmer in our eye in January of 2020 at this point. Think about that and think about how things ramped up and how things crazy, how crazy things got over that summer, how crazy things got as we reached those November elections. That's still all ahead of us. And so much could happen. Like so much could happen that we are unable to predict here. But what I want is I want for everybody out there to truly understand how dangerous this guy is. I really need people to understand the threat. And that also starts with you out there watching and listening to the show, spreading those clips and showing people that this is who he is. And it's, it's the total, threat of the whole Jordy. Sorry. No, I was going to, I was going to, it's just a total disassociation with reality that these diehard MAGA cult followers have. And same with Donald Trump, right? Brett, you said it so perfectly right there. It's one thing when he's in front of his gymnasium of people out of high school talking about how great it is that he overturned Roe. But once he's on the public stage using these same talking points that work so well for him at these weirdo fascist WWE MAGA rallies that he throws with, you know, 300 people here or, or 200, you know, 500 people there. Yeah, that's great when you're in your little MAGA bubble and your MAGAverse, but you take that to a moderate voter, Brett, and you're exactly right. They're going to be so turned off by this behavior. Because put it this way, if this behavior, again, existed in any organization, a nonprofit, a small-sized company, a medium-sized company, a large corporation, nonprofits, social clubs, charities, your fantasy football team, and people behaved the way not just Donald Trump but the whole MAGA Republican Party behaves right now, that would not be okay. 
They would be fired. As I said, there'd probably be a restraining order against them because their conduct would be so harassing that it would be like, hey, you know, it'd be criminal. I mean, showing like nude photos of people who don't give you the consent to do that, like Marjorie Taylor Greene does over and over again, like you'd be instantly fired and criminally prosecuted. And that's why I do like these congressional hearings because Comer Pyle is such a Comer <laughs> Pyle and, and, and James Comer is like the worst and MAGA Republicans, they're not good at it. They lie. And Brett, to your point, they get complacent because they have this echo chamber, which tells them that they are great when objectively they're not talented people. Like they're not even talented at being bad, which is why I always say MAGA equals fascism plus idiocracy, and the idiocracy overpowers the fascism, fortunately, which is why it looks like this complete and utter idiocracy, the movie. Like it's like this, this is this like it looks like parody. Like you couldn't script this. So Hunter Biden makes the decision to show up at this contempt so hearing good. that the MAGA Republicans were going to. He walks right, and I think as Jamie Raskin was talking, and then all of these MAGA Republicans who are doing this as their PR stunt on this committee, like they just start getting terrified. Like Hunter showed up. Not only showed up, Hunter's like he doesn't say this, but the implication was I'm, I'll go. Mm-hmm. I'll testify right now because he's here. He's there. Put me in front of you. I'll go under oath. No limitations. Isn't this what you want? You're holding me in contempt for not testifying. I'm here to testify. I am here. You want me to testify in a secret deposition? Why? Just do it publicly. Hunter's never said, well, everybody only gets five minutes of questioning. No limitations attached to it. Infinite time. Ask Hunter everything. And if you're like, well, we want to do a deposition first, then do the deposition publicly, then do the hearing publicly, and you have infinite time with Hunter. Wouldn't that be great if you're a MAGA Republican and all you do is talk about this person all of the time? All of the headlines would be Hunter, Hunter, Hunter. Everyone would be glued to it, and they're too scared to do it. So Hunter shows up, and what do they do? And as I said, if somebody talked the way these MAGA Republicans talk in an organization, they'd be fired. Take Nancy Mace. MAGA Republican Nancy Mace, she looks at Hunter and tells him that he has no balls. And then Marjorie Taylor Greene proceeds to show photographs of Hunter (laughs) Biden's actual balls. Just think think about what I just said. MAGA Republican (laughs) Nancy Mace says to Hunter, you have no balls. And then Marjorie Taylor Greene holds up a photo that Hunter Biden did not give her permission to show, of course, of his actual balls. And these people are in Congress. So, so first, let me show you Nancy Mace saying this. As are you scared? You have no balls. What you, he's, he's there. He's like, call me up right now. What are you talking? Like, it's ridiculous. Play this clip of Nancy Mace, Mr. Chairman, uh, Chairman Comer. Um, first of all, my first question is who brought Hunter Biden to be here today? That's my first question. Um, Second question, you are the epitome of white privilege, coming into the Oversight Committee, spitting in our face, ignoring a congressional subpoena to be deposed. What are you afraid of? You have no balls to come up here and- Mr. Chairman, point of inquiry. Mr. Chairman, um, if the, the lady if the gentle lady wants to hear from Hunter Biden, we can hear from him right now, Mr. Chairman. Let's take a vote and hear from I'm Hunter speaking. Biden. What are, are you afraid of? To speak hold on, here? hold on, hold on. Order, order, order. Are women allowed to speak in here or no? Are women allowed to speak in here or no? Because you keep interrupting me. I, I'll interrupt the you chairman. I don't know that he's a lady. 
I think that, uh, that Hunter Biden should be arrested right here, right now, and go straight to jail. Our nation is founded on the rule of come law. Come on, come on. And the premise come that on. the law applies. She goes, are women allowed the to un- speak? You're making this like a, a gender thing. What? And then she says that you have the ultimate white privilege to Hunter Biden. That's I what thought, she's saying. I a white congresswoman from South Carolina is looking at him and accusing him of white privilege. I mean, it's it's a parody. These are the things that they go on Fox and try to attack the other side for. She does that, behaves that way. I'm like, what am I even watching? And you, you have, and all she can say is, you have no balls. What he's sitting there saying, ben, call me in right now. Because about? Ben, to your point before, these are talentless people. Like like no talent can think on their feet. They had no idea to the conversation earlier that Hunter was going to show up. And so by the time he comes and sits down, they don't have time to think on their feet or adjust their talking points, right? They just have to go with what they had pre-written. That's why when she asked the question, who brought Hunter Biden to here today? It comes right. out so weird. Because she like that that is all that she could come up with to try and pivot off her pre-written talking points. And I thought I thought Republicans didn't believe in white privilege. Yeah, all of a sudden it's white privilege and it's oh woe is me because I'm a woman, you're interrupted. It's like, okay, yeah, Nancy Mays, calm down. I, it's so funny how scared they are of Hunter. They're so like scared. they're like they're actually fearful of Hunter Biden. Like they they all they do every single day. There are real problems in this world, right? I just had a week where I was with people who were dealing with actual issues with the government that they had to encounter, right? There are lots of things that people go through on a daily basis where they actually need programs. They need the government to be there for them. And these people talk about Hunter Biden and disparage and defame and mock this private citizen's drug addiction in the most disgusting of ways. Not like once, but every, it's like all they do. It's all they talk about. And then Hunter Biden shows up unexpectedly here and they cannot handle it. They must have had chills running down their spine once they saw him enter that chamber. They must have been so freaked out. And you could hear the panic in their voice. And this devolved immediately into chaos. And the Democrats, by the way, pushed back in the greatest of ways, right? Mm -hmm. Like, how could you possibly hold this man in contempt? We know you have no morals or values, but how could you possibly hold the guy in contempt? Who's right here willing to speak to you? And then they're mad that he wouldn't come in beforehand, right, for the private hearings. Now they're mad that he actually showed up for this hearing. Like they can't decide what they're mad at. They just want to be angry. They just want to yell. They just want to end up on a Fox News hit or a Newsmax hit. And so Marjorie Taylor Greene. No, you got her name. You're getting getting her name wrong, Ben. You're getting her name wrong. Marjorie Taylor Peen. It's Marjorie Taylor Peen. And it was Marjorie trending number Taylor. two in the United States uh, for Marjorie those. Taylor Peen. Mar- Marjorie Taylor Peen <laughs> can't help herself. She's got to. Sh- so Nancy Mace says to Hunter Biden, <laughs> you have no balls, even though he's sitting there. And then Marjorie Taylor Greene, this is the status of the Republican Party today, and pulls up photographs of Hunter Biden's actual balls. Here, play this clip. And it's marked Mr. out. Chairman, point of parliamentary out point, showing point proof of, parliamentary uh, inquiry, proof of man okay. act violations. Uh, um, Democrats should should thank, not be thank, offended okay. by pictures uh, that Chairman, black out. Have things. I been recognized? They should be offended by point of parliamentary inquiry. trafficking. 
Mr. Chairman, state your point. Thank you kindly, Mr. Chairman. On July 26, I sent you a letter about the last time this happened when the gentlelady uh, introduced uh, before this committee without any notice to uh, anyone uh, nude photos, pornographic uh, images that were completely irrelevant to the purpose uh, of the hearing itself. And my question to you is, are members allowed to simply put up sensationalistic, voyeuristic, pornographic images if they're not relevant to the actual object of the legislative proceeding? I want a parliamentary ruling on that. Mr. Askin, that's probably part of the questioning for for Mr. Biden, violations of the Mann Act. Ms. Green's led on that issue. No, no, this is a these are already, the rules these of the have already, These pictures have already been entered into the record. So, in other words, you have accepted the idea that members can introduce irrelevant, sexually based, how, 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 is, this, how is this irrelevant? Well, well, how does it relate I, to Joe Biden? How, is, how does it relate to... Uh, We're not doing well, a criminal investigation of Hunter no, Biden. We've point, had, we've point of order, several, Mr. Chairman. Point of order. Testified in the it, FBI... Comer is so over his skis. Marjorie Taylor Bean. <laughs> I have proof of, of 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 Hunter's balls. What are you doing, Marjorie? You're MC. like you look like a sick. Like you you you're a sick human being. Like you're you're. I mean, and just even the way she shows it too. It's like, dude, it's the oh, first thing she opens on her phone when she rolls out of bed. She just scrolls. And, and, and there was a whole thing too where she had to get the photos too. Like she wanted to do it while he was in the room and then he walked out and wouldn't let her. So do we have the video so of him well. walking out before? Because he knew what she was going to do, but she wasn't quick enough to have the graphics. So Hunter walks out right as she's about to, you know, do this here. Play the clip of Hunter walking out on Marge if we have it. Gentlemen's time's expired. Chair recognized Ms. Green from Georgia for five minutes. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, excuse going? me, Hunter. Apparently, you're afraid of my words. Uh, here goes. <laughs> oh. I like to reclaim my time, Mr. Chairman. Burst their bubble. Wow, that's too bad. Wow, that's too bad. We were gonna we were gonna show in a non-consensual manner nude photos of you to the world during our hearing, and you weren't here when that went down. Can we play though? This was one the of my timing. Favorites. The timing, Ben, real quick, sorry, but the timing of Hunter leaving the second Marjorie started to speak and then taking all of the cameras out and just blowing all the air out of her set, whatever, whatever the experience. Just brilliant, like just hilarious. And she didn't know what to say. She was, wow. Now, she Ms. divulged into like a, a third grader who, I don't know, just a little Miss Peen was flabbergasted. Miss Peen. <laughs> Here's Congress member Moskowitz saying, look, let's vote. Let's let's take a vote. Hunter's here. I want to hear him speak. Who else wants to hear him speak and watch the response? The witness accepted the chairman's invitation. It just so happens the witness is here. If the committee wants to hear from the witness and the chairman gave the witness that option, then the only folks that are afraid to hear from the witness with the American people watching are my friends on the other side of the aisle. I don't know if there's a proper motion, Mr. Chairman, but I'll make a motion. Let's vote. Let's take a vote. Who wants to hear from Hunter right now, today? Anyone? Come on. Who wants to hear from Hunter? Motion's out of order. No one. So I'm a visual learner, and the visual is clear. Nobody over there 
wants to hear from the witness. Oh, there's one. Thank you. Will you yield for a question? I'm not there yet, but I will eventually. Uh, so there's no one, well, other than one or two, that want to hear from the witness. So the majority of my colleagues over there, including the chairman, don't want to hear from the witness with the American people watching. Brilliant there by Congressmember Moffitt. So, I'm, I'm a visual learner. Raise your hand if you want to hear from Hunter Biden in public right now. No limitations attached. And MAGA Republicans who talk about this guy, who's like no relevance, he's not a government employee, there's no relevance at all. Nonetheless, they had the opportunity right there. Go seven hours, go 12 hours, go 15 hours with Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden would have embarrassed them. Hunter Biden went to Yale. Hunter Biden actually worked at a very large law firm, sat on some prestigious boards appointed by George W. Bush to some prestigious boards as well. Hunter Biden's a smart person. So he would have just demonstrated all of their things about him was total BS. Imagine him standing up to Comer and being there and rebutting all that. Hunter showed up to, even as there's two felony criminal cases against him, not brought under the Trump administration, under the Biden administration, Hunter's been criminally charged twice in two separate jurisdictions that can put Hunter away for the rest of his life. And the MAGA Republicans are whining about weaponization. Just think about that. I also want to show you Congressmember Moskowitz when he showed, in response to Marjorie Taylor Greene showing up those nudes on a non-consensual basis, Moskowitz showed the photo of Donald Trump and Jeffrey Epstein. And Moskowitz went and, and drew the connection and said, do you realize the person who you worship at the altar is like buddies with Epstein and said that Epstein's a terrific guy who likes his girls on the younger side. And then uh, Moskowitz was like, their heads looked like ostriches. They all just put their heads in the sand and they didn't know what to do. And he said, I, I wasn't going to show that image until Marjorie Taylor Greene showed that image. So I'm waiting for them to do that. I want to show you all of that, but let's take our last quick break of the day. But before doing that, I want to remind everybody, MidasTouch.com slash newsletter. Sign up now, MidasTouch.com slash newsletter. It's free. It's free. And you get our emails every day, MidasTouch.com slash newsletter. Sign up right now. Let's take our last quick break of the day. Full stop. It is so important to have a good memory. Losing your keys, forgetting something at work, it sucks. Our sponsor, Neurohacker, combines 28 of the most research-backed nootropic ingredients on earth into the ultimate brain fuel formula, quality of mind. And it's been changing people's lives for years now. The formula is non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, and the ingredients are meant to complement one another, factoring in each ingredient's effect on supporting mental clarity. It's also backed by a 100-day money-back guarantee, so you have almost three months to try Quality of Mind at no financial risk and decide for yourself. Since taking Quality of Mind, I've been more focused on tasks, have a better memory, and have greatly increased my motivation and discipline to just get things done. See what the best brain fuel formula on earth can do for your mindset. Go to neurohacker.com slash Midas for up to $100 off quality of mind. And as a listener of the Midas Touch podcast, use code Midas at checkout for an additional 15% off any purchase. That's neurohacker.com slash Midas and use code Midas for an additional 15% off to experience life-changing mental performance from quality of mind. Sometimes the smallest changes make the biggest impact and Trade Coffee is a great addition to your new year routine. Trade is a subscription service that sources the best coffee across 
across the country and brings it to your doorstep. They've built relationships with over 55 local roasters so you can enjoy their craft from the comfort of your own home. There's multiple ways to experience Coffee with Trade. Sign up for a subscription or try one of their starter packs today. Since I signed up with Trade Coffee, it has been a complete game changer for my routine. Every single week, I get the best coffees in the country, in the world, delivered straight to my door. I received an incredible blend a couple weeks ago from Kenya. This week, I received an amazing coffee from Ethiopia. Every single coffee that I've received from Trade has been top of the line, and you know that I would not say that about any coffee. You take this quiz. It's super easy. You tell it what kind of coffees you like. If you like it, a light roast, a medium roast, a dark roast, how you like to make your coffee. Do you use an AeroPress? Do you use a French press? Do you use an espresso machine? You tell it exactly how you like it. They pair you with the best coffees and ship it straight to your door. It's that easy and it is that good. Jumpstart this year by signing up with a Trade subscription. Right now, Trade is offering a free bag with select subscription plans when you visit drinktrade.com slash Midas. It's a great deal. That's drinktrade.com slash M-E-I-D-A-S for a free bag with select subscription plans. We're back. Let's go. We're Shout live. out to all our pro-democracy sponsors. sponsors. The, the links are right in the description of the YouTube channel. Check them out. Can't say enough about Neurohacker and Trade Coffee and for Wellness and Miracle. They're all fantastic. Check them out. They're awesome. Yeah. I like that on we the coffee guy. a lot of time. You are the coffee guy. We spend a lot of time, though, vetting the pro-democracy sponsors. Mm-hmm. We don't take everyone who wants to sponsor. We try to bring you good stuff with good deals. Jordy's the one who works out all of those discount code deals. So anyway, we hope you enjoy those products. And I understand that there are sometimes a lot of ads in the show. But as I mentioned before, we don't have outside investors at the Midas Touch Network. So we have to find creative ways to build this network. So patreon.com slash I'll, I'll put it in this perspective for people, right? You watch an hour of the cable news networks, right? An hour of the cable news networks, you're probably getting 15 to 20 minutes of commercials mm-hmm. in that hour. Here, we normally do what, an hour and a half and you'll get you know four minutes. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. I think I think I, I think that's fair to help us too. On top great of it, do you great guys product. think? Do you guys think that the aide, the Marjorie Taylor Greene, who helped her hold up the poster, do you think like when she this individual dreamed of working in politics that this is what she had in mind? I mean, <laughs> like, are you like like I work for a congressman who her name is Gentle Lady Peen. And she's <laughs> Peen. Have you heard of her? This is Peen. She walks around the country. She walks around the country with signs of Hunter Biden's genitals. So she you goes are- from state to state with the Peen in her hand. <laughs> I made a joke earlier in the day when when Nancy Mace made the comment about Hunter No Balls. I I, I said I'm pretty positive that. Marjorie Taylor Greene probably right now has proof to the contrary of Nancy Mace's statement. I was just being facetious when yep. I made that comment. And an hour later, there Miss Pina is whipping it out. Miss <laughs> there, there you have it. Congressman This is the stuff you missed when I was gone, folks. This is the hard is. Brett elevates. Brett elevates elevate the discourse here. Congressmember Jared Moskowitz then brought up Donald Trump's relationship, well-documented, which we've been doing a lot of in-depth analysis here on our YouTube channel, Trump's relationship with Epstein. Here, play this clip. And so, again, because the, the, gentle, lady from, from, the gentle lady from Georgia, uh, I know is such an advocate 
for women's rights, as she mentioned, uh, and is so concerned uh, about grooming, and apparently we, we don't have any standards here anymore. Again, I, I just want to remind, remind my colleagues, because, you know, I, I don't want them to forget about hypocrisy, okay? I, I don't want them to forget about hypocrisy, but, you know, Donald Trump was asked about Jeffrey Epstein, and when he was asked, he said, you know, Jeffrey likes him young. Well, how did the president know that? How did he know that Jeffrey Epstein likes him young? Perhaps some people are saying he was there since you're so concerned, right? But again, again, I, I bring this up not, not to make jest. I bring it Point up, of order, Mr. Chairman. I bring it up. Uh, I thought we weren't going to interrupt. Uh, uh, we're going to stop the clock. We did this with Ms. Okay. Green. Take your point. Yeah, uh, I'm just curious about the impugning of the former president's character. That we, we I don't we, have to do that. He does that himself. Have we have we uh, basically thrown that rule out? I'm just curious. Uh, or are we going to follow that? Would rule? you accept a pornographic photo of Bill Clinton? Yeah, we suspended the rule to the current president, but we didn't suspend it. To the, for, to the former president. But. Oh, by the way, please. So you're making the point that we can right, disparage right. Joe Biden, but not Donald Trump. Please make that point to the American people. The point they're making is they made a rule in the committee that you can't say negative things about Donald Trump, but you can about President Biden. And by the way, I think that's how Democrats need to push back. Then they go, you're impugning the integrity of Donald Trump. Here's the direct quote from Donald Trump in 2002 to the New York Magazine. Quote, I've known Jeff, referring to Jeffrey Epstein, I've known Jeffrey Epstein for 15 years. Terrific guy. He's a lot of fun to be with. It is even said that he likes beautiful women as much as I do. And many of them are on the younger side. A direct quote from Donald Trump in 2002. And there are articles about how Madame Ghislaine Maxwell would introduce women to Donald Trump from 1997, Donald Trump's on the plane logs during this period, and Donald Trump's response to his relationship with Epstein, knowing all of the stuff, is that he's a terrific guy, known him for 15 years. That's just the facts right there. I want to show, though, Jasmine Crockett, Democrat. She's a superstar. She's been on the Midas Touch show many, many times. I want to show you this clip from her at the hearing. She was incredible. Let's play this clip of Congresswoman Crockett. And juries are comprised of American citizens and the people that have entered pleas of guilty that will be flipping on your leader in a minute. They are Republicans. I do want to point that out. And half of them were Republicans that were handpicked by Donald Trump himself. So to be clear, whatever happens to your little leader. It's going to be because of the actions that he took. So you can talk all you want to about how January 6th was nonsense, but all of y'all were running at that time. Y'all were grabbing y'all's gas masks and y'all were running to your offices because you didn't know if they were coming to kill you. You should have cared that somebody was there to protect you, but instead you want to play games because you found out that it was your leader that decided that he wanted to propagate an insurrection on our country. So don't tell me that you care about the Constitution, because you don't. All you care about is Trump getting reelected, and I'll yield the last of my time to my leader. Thank you very much, Ms. Crockett, for your eloquent and powerful and irrefutable remarks. 
So, so good. good. So and good. then here, this is what Jamie Raskin said, basically to close this all out or sum it all up. I just love how plainly Jamie Raskin put it right here. Mm-hmm. Like you realize, like he's like, you realize Trump's a con man. Like, like y'all realize he's not even really a Republican. Like, I just love when they make it so simple. Like, you realize he's not even really a Republican. Like, this whole thing is his own grift to turn the presidency into his own for-profit operation, which, by the way, Trump is bragging about on TV doing it. And you've all fallen under his spell. Why are you doing this? Like, it's such a just very normal human thing. Like, the way we talk about it here on the show, like, like why are you like, – what, what are you doing? Play this clip of Congressmember Raskin. And it was, a, it was a great business grift for a guy who went bankrupt several times. And yet, out of some misguided partisan loyalty, you're going to stick with him. I don't even know why you stick with him. He was a Democrat longer than he was a Republican. He wanted to run for president on the Reform Party. You guys have been taken over by an absolute con man. And now you're acting like members of a religious cult who don't even remember how you got in in the first place. Yeah, like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what, like, this isn't, this, we say this all the time here. Like, y'all, like, this is not conservative. This is just some... This is some weird, dangerous stuff. Like this isn't like, oh, we like states' rights and we like less taxes and this is no. This is like some. This is some real religious cult behavior that y'all are engaged in right now, and you call it MAGA, and you look up to this like stinky weirdo cult leader. Like, well, what are what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? And there is James Comer for those who are listening on audio. His he's got his hand on his face in Incredible. defeat because his moment right there, his moment in time, ended up kind of looking like uh, a, a complete and utter disaster. Hand over this his photo face. is a piece of art. If it is. Listeners have not. This could be a painting in Louvre. Honestly, <laughs> put it in the Louvre. This is fantastic. And look at every like. There's so much going on. Also, if you like hone in on any individual person here around Comer, this is a work of art. This could not be a better screenshot. I might have to get it painted by someone in the Midas Mighty needs to paint this. I don't know what you what you'd call it, but but this is <laughs> just the greatest image. I, I, Here's I the thing: when we when we look Look at this photo too of Comer and the GOP. They never wanted the majority. Like their worst fear was actually getting the majority because then they have to actually lead and they have to govern and they can't just dabble in conspiracies left and right. The fact that they have the majority is hurting all of them in the sense that it's harder for them to fundraise and get their news hits in and, and act like complete maniacs because at the end of the day, the American people know that the Republicans, as slim as it is, still do have the majority in Congress. And this is what they're coming up with day in and day out on a national stage. Brothers, can I spit some facts right yes, now? Yes, it's inspired some facts. facts right now, inflation, today's data shows that we ended 2023 with inflation down by nearly two-thirds from its peak. Inflation was cut in half in 2023. Core inflation ticked up slightly last month, but is down to its lowest level since May 2021, and Americans are actually feeling these results. Gas prices now average around $3 a gallon around the nation, under $3 across most of the nation. That's good news. What about Obamacare signups? As MAGA Republicans are talking about 
taking away people's health care. A record 20 million people have signed up for health care through the marketplaces created by the Affordable Care Act. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services announced Wednesday. This marks the third consecutive year that the ACA enrollment has set a record high. Americans are starting to feel better about the economy and inflation. University of Michigan said Friday that its consumer sentiment index jumped 13% to about 69.4 as people became less worried about inflation and more optimistic about a number of issues. That not only ended the downturn, but reversed the decline returning to the sentiment index to where it was in August. A broad consensus of improved sentiments uh, across age, income, education, and geography. The Biden administration will be providing summer grocery money to 21 million kids and not kids like Don Jr. and Eric as Alina Hobson, <laughs> actual kids who qualify kids. Kids, CBS News reports a new federal program will provide summer grocery money to 21 million children across 35 states, part of the Biden administration's goal of making sure students get enough food when they're not in school and can't access free or reduce breakfast and lunch. So as MAGA Republicans are trying to show on a non-consensual basis, Hunter Biden's dick pics. This is what Democrats are actually doing, things to help people, actual things to help people. So of course, good news for America is bad news for MAGA. And especially the far right wing MAGA in the House of Representatives is trying to do anything to harm the economy. It's like a wild concept that you actually have infiltrated here in the United States, people who are trying to cause harm to our economy. That is the Republican Party trying to do this. And their leader, Donald Trump, is saying they're doing it. Like I'm like, this is not complicated stuff. He said it at the the so-called town hall. He said it during the interviews that he wants to see an economic crash. And he's telling Republicans, get smart, get smart, as he basically says that he wants to crash the economy. And so what are they doing? While there was a bipartisan deal reached by Chuck Schumer, Democrat in the Senate, and MAGA Mike Johnson, and I was going to applaud MAGA Mike Johnson, but I'm like, yo, hold off doing a video. Hold, hold the brakes. Hold, hold the applause. You know he's going to screw this up. You know he's going to backtrack. You're going to have to do a whole nother video. Do not get like I wanted to rush to give him the compliment and say, yeah, he may be MAGA Mike, but he's doing a responsible thing here to make sure our government is funded. But then we learned today that all of the MAGAs were going into his office, threatening him, threatening. They voted against the rule to vote, which is like something that never happens and threatened to oust him. And then he kind of went back on his word to go, oh, I never had a deal. Do we have that video, Brett, where he walked out of the office today and he was like, I never had a deal with Chuck Schumer. What 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 is it that we're what is it that we're talking about right there? A, a deal? Like you entered a deal with Chuck Schumer to fund the government and now you're like we're we're just having conversations. If we have that clip, let's play it now. Speaker Johnson, a lot of conservatives let me, let me are- tell you what's going on. We're we're having uh, thoughtful conversations about funding options and priorities. We had a cross section of members in today. We'll continue having cross sections of members in and while those conversations are going on, I've made no commitments. So if you hear otherwise, it's just simply not are true. Open We're looking forward to those conversations. Are you, are open, you open to, to the- As our editor-in-chief of MidasTouch.com, Ron Filipkowski, said, weak, weasel, liar, coward. 
MAGA Mike is not a man you can negotiate with in good faith because ultimately he is untrustworthy and he's showing that right there. So we're going to keep you updated as we learn more about this funding bill, which should be the most basic thing that Congress does. But we know Donald Trump gave the orders, tank, tank this economy. You heard him say it. You heard what Donald Trump wants. And that's how, because he views it all about himself. He doesn't care about the American people. He doesn't care about the economy. He doesn't care about our safety and security. All Donald Trump cares about is Donald Trump. He doesn't even care about his kids. All Donald Trump cares about is Donald Trump. And he will sell our country out like he's already done piece by piece to the highest bidder. And thankfully, we have in the Oval Office somebody responsible like President Biden, who's been able to stabilize a situation that was made cataclysmic by Donald Trump. Cataclysmic is what President Biden inherited. So to stabilize things, like to stabilize inflation and lower inflation, when Donald Trump adds $8 trillion of debt, and a lot of that even before COVID and the way Donald Trump handled COVID and the things that Donald Trump did over and over again to harm our country, to harm our national security, to harm our allies. The fact that we're in this positive position right now in 2024 is against all odds. But that's why MAGA Republicans want to try to harm it. And it isn't hyperbolic, Ben, oh, you're just saying this the way everyone just says. No, no, no. Like We showed you what they said. We showed you what they did, and I'm showing you what the Democrats are saying and what the Democrats are doing. And again, that's why we have to talk about things in terms of normalcy, in terms of pro-democracy. We have to address the threat that is MAGA. That's not normal Republican. Republicans have been taken over by MAGA, but I hope mainstream Republicans, along with independents and a broader coalition of the pro-democracy community, we see that united. Legacy media, whatever you want to call it, they're ignoring that. They want to praise the Trump cult, a new type of evangelical voter. No, you mean you mean a cult? You mean cult weirdos who believe in like technologically advanced mermaids trying to destroy America? I'm not going to play you the clip. Don't worry. Go back to our other videos. But they, <laughs> they have people at these Trump events talking about technological mermaids and water people. Okay, that's not a different type of evangelical voter. That's a type of person who's been around for a very long time, and they're called cult members who believe in crazy stuff. Okay, and stop legitimizing that. You want to talk about the pro-democracy coalition that is forming right now to make sure that Donald Trump is defeated? You know what? On second thought, don't talk about that legacy media. Don't. You know why? Because I appreciate getting all of your viewers and listeners <laughs> here. If you want to compete with pro-democracy, welcome to that fight. But if you keep doing you, we'll keep leading YouTube and leading these platforms and building this community. And that's the most important thing about this network is the community. Mm -hmm. It is about you, the community that created this, the Midas Mighty. None of this is possible without you. And Brett, Jordy, and myself are so grateful for the work that you do every single day. We're honored that we could be a part of this show and to channel 
some of the frustration and thoughts and information and put it in these in the format like this. But this is about you and what we can do together. So the best thing you can do, number one, make sure others are registered to vote who are part of the pro-democracy community. That's number one. Number two, share this YouTube channel. Please subscribe not just to this YouTube channel, help us get to 2 million subs, but also subscribe on audio. Wherever you get audio podcasts, search the Midas Touch podcast and hit subscribe. It'll take you as quick as it was to sign up for that newsletter. That's as quick as it'll be. My dogs, you hear them in the background, they are saying, if you haven't heard them, they're saying, make sure you're subscribed to Midas Touch audio podcast. Just search it and then subscribe to the newsletter as well. Um, and we're growing that list. MidasTouch.com slash newsletter will give you daily updates about what's going on in the Midas Touch world. MidasTouch.com slash newsletter. Also, there's Patreon.com slash Midas Touch. That's one of our main fundraising vehicles so that we could keep growing this platform without taking on outside investors. And so we haven't taken on any outside investors. It's our pro-democracy sponsors that you saw with those great ad reads by Brett. And the discount codes are in the description below. There's the emojis. You see everybody sharing these emojis? You can gift memberships for those emojis to other people if you already have the emojis yourself. Just click that dollar sign below. And that's a major way that you can help. Then there is the Patreon as well. Patreon.com slash Midas Touch. And we also have one other thing that we launched too, Brett. How do they get to the memberly? So for people who just want to give like, we've gotten asked, like a one-time contribution and that's it. Like they want to do it one time for just whatever the amount is that they want. Do we know, how can we direct people there? It's in the newsletter when they get it at the bottom for them to click it, Brett. But how can they just access that if they want to make just a one-time thing? Yeah. For, so yeah, you can make a one-time contribution. It's MidasTouch.Memberful.com. MidasTouch.Memberful.com. You could go there. Ben, ben, Ben's the worst with names. <laughs> yeah, you, you, could, you could go there, do a, a one-time donation or a recurring donation. You know, everything's always uh, very much appreciated. So, so say it one more time because I said it the wrong thing. What was it? MidasTouch.Memberful.com. It's a way to just MidasTouch.Memberful.com. Yeah, it's a one-time thing. Yes, and they'll be in the in the in the emails too. You'll you know they'll they'll be there'll be a link in there in case. And in the emails, the emails are awesome. Like I love yeah. these emails that we've been sending out. Um, we've been working really hard to curate kind of the best stories of each day that we think you need to know about, or if there's an especially good podcast we think you got to listen to, or a funny photo that we saw, or whatever it is. We're trying to put it all in this newsletter. You know, once a day, boom, in your inbox, and we hope you love it. We've been putting a lot of work into it. I am so 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 excited about. And that's- that's how we put those Patreon funds to work, though. We right. brought on writers. They write the newsletter. We get the newsletters out. And so it all kind of creates this ecosystem as we expand. So you see how it all develops there. Brett, it was so fun to have you back on the show. We absolutely missed you. All the Midas Mighty missed you. And just great to have you on the show. To all the Midas Mighty out there, thank you so much. We're going to do an after show. We'll do an after show, eh, Brad? A little after show? After show? After show. So go check out the after show at patreon.com slash Midas Touch. We'll post that in the next hour or so. You can check that out. And um, thank you, everybody. I feel real momentum. I feel good right now. 
but I want to keep building on, I want to win every day in 2024. I want win after win after win mm-hmm. after win after win. And I don't want to look back. I just want that complete pro-democracy energy and we can lean on each other in this community. You can lean on us. We're here for you. We know that you're here for us as well. We're in this together. We are going to win. I feel good. Jordy, take it away. Shout out to the Midas Mighty! The Midas Mighty standing strong Against the fascists we sing our song We will get it right whenever At Midas Touch, we are unapologetically pro-democracy and we demand justice and accountability. That's why we're spreading our message to Convict 45. That's right. Gear up right now with your Convict 45 tees and pins at store.midastouch.com. That's store.midastouch.com.